This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at lawncarebusinesssuccess.com slash jobber to receive 20% off your first six months. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 193, entitled, Doing What's Right for You and Your Business. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week, and of course, for those questions, the comments, and the feedback that you guys send in uh, each and every week. And uh, as I always mention for those all-important iTunes reviews, I want get into uh, that too much this week, but uh, just consider if you haven't left a review uh, to please, uh, you know, take a moment and uh, do so. It uh, really helps out the show. Uh, So last week we talked about um, working through adversity. And uh, I have to say, at least at the time of this recording, I'm still uh, having my own challenges, at least uh, physically with my right foot um, and just uh, some Achilles tendon issues um, that have sort of spread to the top of my foot. So it's a very weird situation. I, you know, concentrate on um, you know, trying to get better with the tendon, uh, doing, you know, some icing and uh, taking painkillers and resting the foot and doing everything uh, that uh, you're supposed to do. Um, you know, I mentioned I went to physio. I, you know, talked to uh, the physiotherapist there and was following his instructions uh, there uh, and tried to stay off of the foot uh, for my uh, the entire weekend uh, from uh, Friday, uh, all of Saturday, all of Sunday. And I even, uh, because um, I don't have lawns to mow on Mondays, I took... Uh, the Monday uh, off as well. And that's where I'm recording uh, this particular episode. And uh, it's just very strange because uh, the pain has gotten better on the back of my uh, tendon, but has now uh, gone to the top of the foot uh, and the tendons that kind of sprawl from uh, the top of the foot towards uh, the toes, uh, towards the outside of the foot. So very, very uh, strange that, uh, you know, it sort of seems like there's one issue and then uh, because of the way, uh, you know, I might be walking on it or uh, trying to compensate, it causes other issues um, with uh, the foot. So still trying to work through that, still trying to work through my own adversity for the start of this uh, season. Uh, Like I mentioned uh, in last week's episode, Never have I had a start like this where, uh, you know, I'm having to deal with um, some uh, pretty bad pain to start off the season with when, you know, you spend the whole winter um, looking forward to the start of the season and then the season comes and you're very limited in what you can do. Um, you know, I'm getting out there and uh, so far uh, I've worked through the pain uh, and gotten uh, all of the mows done, but uh, it pretty much... Uh, after, uh, you know, each day of mowing and then the cumulative of, you know, doing three days of mowing uh, in a row, uh, it uh, pretty much messes up, um, you know, all the progress I may have made uh, resting and uh, icing and all that sort of stuff and kind of puts me back at square one. And that's how um, with last year when I had that um, gout issue, how it sort of prolonged for, uh, you know, four months because, uh, you know, any progress I would make. Uh, trying to uh, take time off and things like that, uh, when it would come down to, you know, now, okay, I've, I have no choice. I have to do mowing. I would get out there and do it. And but just because of the amount of miles that we put, uh, you know, in this industry uh, with boots on the ground and you're actually walking and pushing a mower, uh, it would just aggravate the situation and, you know, put me right back at square one. So, you know, just some... Uh, like I said, my own adversity, just uh, trying to work through it. Hopefully, uh, it won't be uh, much longer. Uh, and, uh, you know, I still, uh, even through the pain, 
uh, and uh, that adversity, I still, uh, you know, can't really see myself doing anything else. And that's why I keep uh, persisting with it. My wife uh, keeps uh, saying, you know, uh, you're going through this more and more often. Uh, maybe it's time uh, to do something different. But the the problem with that, uh, like I've mentioned to you guys before, is that, uh, you know, I just can't see myself doing anything different. I love doing what we do, being t- able to be outside and, uh, you know, messing around with machines and getting on a mower and, uh, you know, laying those stripes and uh, uh, doing those uh, nice crispy edges and just having that uh, satisfaction each and every lawn of, uh, you know, just making it look so nice uh, and neat and tidy. Um, It's just uh, very rewarding, as a lot of you guys uh, have known. And, uh, you know, I even uh, through my interviews with a lot of you entrepreneurs, I know you guys get it. Uh, you know, I even had, uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Caleb, who I, um, uh, interviewed, uh, you know, young kid there starting out, uh, had been in business only a few years. And, uh, he said, uh, that he, in, during the course of our interview, said that, uh, you know, when I asked him about, uh, uh, the money and all that sort of stuff, he mentioned something about, uh, you know, he would, he would mow lawns for free. That's how much he loves mowing lawns. Uh, so I know you guys uh, out there in, in, um, uh, lawn care nation understand uh, what I'm going through and understand uh, why uh, you know I keep persisting on it um, hopefully uh, these uh, setbacks are just temporary and I can get on uh, with uh, doing uh, all of the uh, spring uh, additional services the phone is just uh, going uh, crazy which makes it all the more difficult um, when you have uh, the phone constantly ringing uh, with people wanting to do quotes and uh, you know by the time you finish the mowing um it's just very difficult to go and do a quote and you always wonder okay am i going to show up and uh be uh, barely uh, able to even limp along on this person's property what are they going to think if they are there and they see me they're going to say you know how are we going to hire this guy he can barely walk never mind uh mow a lawn so uh yeah just a uh, interesting situation hopefully uh, it doesn't uh, last too much longer Okay, so uh, as I mentioned last week, we have a new sponsor to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, uh, Jobber Software. And with that being said, it's time for this week's Jobber Minute. So on the line, we have uh, Moye Choquette from uh, Jobber. And uh, this week's question, uh, Moye, is uh, should I quote a job when my client is around or is it okay to just invoice them uh, once a job is completed without ever quoting them? Hey, Julio. Thanks for having me back. Um, so to answer your question today, it's best practice to always quote before doing the work. Think of it as a little bit of extra work up front that will save you a lot of problems down the line. And it also makes you look more professional than anyone who isn't quoting. The good news is you don't have to wait for the client to be around either. In Jobber, it lets you create quotes and invoices on site or in the office and send them right to your client portal. From there, clients can approve the document, make changes, or even pay. So in short, creating the quote ahead of time will save you a lot of headaches, and using Jobber to organize quotes and accept payments makes payment easier than ever for your client, which means in the end, they're more likely to pay you in full and pay you faster, which everybody wants. Thanks, Moye. I like the sounds of that. Getting paid in full and on time is always a good thing. And I like the idea of having a record of all your quotes available so that you can refer back to them in case of any potential future problems over your billing. So, hey, Lawn Care Nation, if you want to find out more about Jobber and find out uh, what Jobber has to offer you and your lawn care business, you can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Jobber and get 20% off your first six months. So I'm going to play the podcast announcements and we'll get into this week's episode in its entirety right after this. So stay tuned. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. 
There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so this week's episode is all about doing what's right for you and your business, not doing what other people are doing, not uh, necessarily copying other people. Uh, it's okay to, uh, you know, replicate some aspects that other people are doing or taking other people's advice. But ultimately, your business is in your hands. The ultimate, uh, you know, success of your business will fall solely on you. Uh, there's no one else to blame. Uh, if things go wrong, you have to do your due diligence. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up uh, is because it's, you know, something that I always talk about uh, with any of my content and with any content that anybody else creates. And that's, uh, you know, we are in a global community uh, nowadays. The, the world is in a global community. Uh, but we are also in different regions with different um, effects of nature, uh, different uh, maybe bylaws, different rules and regulations uh, that, uh, you know, can all affect all of our, our businesses and not um, two business, two lawn care businesses are all the same. If I go along and say that this is you know, the way to do it. This is the way that you have to run a lawn care business. You know, that would be like McDonald's saying, this is the way that, uh, this is the best way to cook a burger. Like there's no other way to make a burger. And, uh, I bet you, uh, um, you know, the guys from five guys, burgers and fries would, uh, have a lot to disagree with that. They would say that their way is the best way to cook a burger. Uh, so, you know, you have to parse out all of that information that you get, whether it's even locally uh, or what you guys are seeing online, and you have to do what's right for you. Now, I did a video uh, either a week or two uh, ago now um, that I called um, Why I Only Mow Three Days a Week in my lawn care business. And uh, the video was uh, very well received. I got a lot of positive comments on it. But of course, you get uh, people that, um, you know, come out and uh, will give you uh, negative responses on it. And uh, which is completely fine. You have to do what's right for you. You have to take everything that uh, these people talk about uh, when you see this information online and you uh, you know have to parse it out on whether it or not it is applicable to you in your situation in your lawn care business. So in that video, I talk about why I only mow three days a week in my lawn care business. And basically, the reason for this uh, is that uh, I just found over the past 13 years in my lawn care business that uh, when I first started, of course, you're hungry and you're out there and you're trying to get, uh, you know, as much work as you can. You're taking on clients, uh, you know, all over your city, sometimes in multiple cities. And uh, you, you would find out, uh, at least I found out over time that uh, this wasn't the most cost-effective, most profitable way to do business. That even uh, amongst my own city, um, that uh, I was particularly, uh, you know, the city that I was living in and doing business in, that uh, it was a very large city. And uh, it could take uh, quite a while just to drive from one side of the city to the other side of the city, never mind uh, if I wanted to then uh, cross, uh, you know, into other cities and have to cross bridges and things like that uh, to get to other parts of town. I found just even in my own city because of the size of it um, that, uh, you know, what I thought was a profitable job 
would end up not being so profitable because of the amount of time that I would sit uh, in my truck in traffic, uh, you know, just wading through uh, traffic trying to get uh, to the next job. And the amount, uh, you know, it was always uh, never, it never missed when when it came down to saying things like road construction, it seemed like every street, uh, you know, once the, the nice weather hits that, uh, you know, every neighborhood, every street has some form of road construction, which is then adding more and more delays. And I would, uh, you know, get frustrated. I would be sitting in traffic. And, uh, you know, I would, uh, uh, take a detour and, uh, that detour would lead me, um, you know, down a road that I wasn't familiar with that would either be, you know, a dead end or would be, um, you know, uh, going in the opposite direction. The road would curve and, you know, end up going somewhere different, um, and, uh, would hit some other road construction somewhere else. And no matter what I tried, um, you know, just trying to get around the city, uh, I found that at the end of the day, I either wasn't able to finish the jobs that I had planned or just the amount of time that, uh, you know, I was wasting sitting in traffic trying to get uh, around uh, the city. And uh, it was experiences like that that led me to wanting to condense uh, my business, wanting to, uh, you know, really focus in on an area so I talk a lot about, uh, you know, doing that sort of thing in my lawn care business. And, you know, even in my YouTube videos and stuff like that, I talk about uh, very dense roots and stuff like that. But you have to remember, you know, here's an example of doing what's right for, you know, your uh, business. I'm talking about it from the perspective of what I am doing in my own lawn care business. I am working in the city. I am working on small, dense properties. Uh, I've talked about before how like the largest mower I have ever owned in my lawn care business is a 42 inch deck. For a lot of you guys out there, you're probably laughing right now at the size of a 42 inch deck that, uh, that is, uh, you know, probably your sm small trim mower that you're using or something like that. Um, you know, a lot of you guys are into the 54s and the 60s and the 72s and things like that. Like just, uh, the sizes of some of the properties that you guys, uh, deal with and you're out in the country and you're in, uh, you know, you have, no choice but to travel between properties because, you know, in some cases you guys are dealing with acreages and, uh, you know, even if you're, uh, working on the next door neighbor, it still could be a five or 10 minute drive just to get to the house next door. Never mind, uh, you know, me, you know, where I can, uh, park the truck and, uh, you know, have the potential of doing six houses, uh, on a city street without moving my truck, just from walking from house to house, um, you know, in some cases. So you have to take it all with a grain of salt, like I say, and you have to figure out what will work for you and your business. Now, like I said, back to that example in that video, and if you haven't watched that video yet, um, I'd implore you to uh, go and check it out. Uh, it's on my Lawn Care Business Success uh, YouTube channel. And again, the video is called uh, Why I Only Mow uh, Three Days a Week. So, uh, like I said, basically, what I found was, you know... I'm big on family and I'm also, you know, big on um, making sure, putting time aside uh, for my family. And, you know, when I started my lawn care business 13 years ago, uh, I had uh, small children and, uh, you know, they're grown up now. Uh, but at the time they were small and they have a lot of, uh, activities. They still have a lot of activities, uh, scheduled on the weekends and, uh, trying to, uh, be the best dad I can be and in, you know, an effort to support all of these activities and, uh, 
endeavors that they go on and trying to encourage them, uh, I found that uh, there was a lot of conflict and it was very difficult balancing out my lawn care business and my family uh, commitments. And uh, a lot of that had to do with just that schedule because I was putting those jobs uh, and just trying to do as many as I could. There was no uh, organization to it. Uh, In a lot of cases, you would get clients who would say, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have this same issue where, uh, you know, if you were to leave it up to all of your clients, uh, the very first thing that they would request is a Friday mow. Everybody wants a Friday mow. And, you know, it makes sense that uh, people want their lawns uh, to look nice for the weekend. But as a lawn care business operator, it just is not possible. It just is not possible to do everybody's mows on Fridays. So when I, uh, you know, you would get uh, these people that request Fridays and your Friday would, you know, fill up um, pretty quickly and not you know, having experience when I first started, I would have those lawns spread out everywhere. And I would be traveling, uh, to do those lawns from those, for those people that I considered, uh, you know, the high end property, um, you know, but they wouldn't be all together in the same area. They would be in pockets, uh, of neighborhoods uh, throughout the city. And a lot of neighborhoods wouldn't even be high end neighborhoods. It would just be, uh, you know, a particular client who just, um, took pride in their property and they just liked everything looking neat and tidy uh, versus maybe say the other homes on the block. And they wanted their lawns, uh, mowed on the Friday so that they could enjoy it on the weekend. Uh, so like I said, I would schedule uh, lawns uh, throughout the week. Um, I would try to accommodate all of those requests, but in the end, it just, uh, put a lot of pressure, uh, on me when it came uh, to the family life. So an example of this was that inevitably, uh, you know, balancing that family life means that, uh, you know, in some cases, uh, you may have a wife, you may have a girlfriend, you may have, uh, those small children with those activities that you need to get to, you need to get them to as well and to be there with them. And, uh, you know, as the kids, uh, got, uh, you know, older and in more activities, a lot of their activities would conflict. So it wasn't, um, you know, a feasible strategy to say, Hey, I'm going to go to work. Uh, and, uh, you know, my wife can handle it all where, you know, a lot of times those, um, activities would conflict and they would have to be at two different places at the exact same time. So I made, uh, you know, and you would get these, uh, times where you would get, uh, long weekends as well. And, uh, being big on family and being, uh, big on trying to, uh, you know, spend, uh, that time with family and putting family first, um, I would have those conflicts of a long weekend would come up, you know, Thanksgiving, um, Easter weekend, uh, you know, things like that, where you're, you're wanting to spend that time with your family. The family is home. They want to, you know, do an activity together or they want to maybe go away for the weekend because there's an extra day and maybe do a camping trip and things like that. And you, uh, you know, would have, uh, issues with work because, uh, you know, the schedule would be, fully booked from that Monday to Friday. There'd be no flexibility. Uh, if there was a, a long weekend, uh, one week and you took that week off, then it messed up the schedule the following week. So say a long weekend would happen on a Monday. I would, uh, you know, take that off to be with family to maybe go away for the weekend. And then the next week, instead of mowing Monday through Friday, I would mow every, uh, all the lawns Tuesday to Saturday. So I would push the lawns up each day. 
And uh, for the most part, you know, it worked, but that following weekend, uh, you would be working on that Saturday and, um, you know, you would have those conflicts uh, with uh, uh, activities with the kids. You would then, uh, you know, have one weekend where you're spending, um, you know, that uh, extra day with them, but then the following weekend where you're only spending uh, one day with the family and, um, you know, you're... uh, tired from uh, the work week and uh, you don't have much energy uh, left for that uh, single day and uh, it became uh, an issue now uh, from uh, some of the comments I got on the video, a lot of you guys uh, have had similar issues um, with that as well and trying to balance that out. So one of the first things that I did um, to make the business right for me and right for my particular business, my particular situation was I stopped mowing on Mondays almost immediately. Like after uh, I probably, uh, did maybe the first year where I worked Monday to Friday. And then after that, I was like, okay, well, no more mowing on Mondays. Like the second year in, I only started scheduling uh, Tuesday to Fridays only. And I thought this will be great because, um, you know, this will cut down on those long weekends. Um, if a long weekend pops up, they're usually on the Mondays and, uh, you know, I can, uh, not have regular lawns scheduled. I can then, uh, you know, just get into my mowing from Tuesday to Friday. And, uh, you know, the customers won't know, uh, that I'm even, um, you know, uh, not around that, uh, uh, you know, I can take that weekend. Nobody misses me. I don't have to adjust the schedule anymore. So this worked, uh, pretty good as well. Uh, but what I found was because, I service full service clients. And what I was doing before this, just to step back, uh, was not only, uh, was I mowing, you know, Monday to Friday, but I was also doing all of those other jobs. So when I first started, uh, my business, as a lot of you guys know, I brought in, I bought into a lawn care franchise and it was one that, um, really promoted doing all sorts of jobs, not just lawn mowing. So they uh, would advertise lawn mowing. They would advertise fertilizing and aeration, uh, power raking, hedge trimming, gutter cleaning, Christmas lights, uh, snow removal, odd jobs, rubbish removal, power washing, um, all sorts of uh, things. And their whole, um, you know, premise around this was to maximize, um, the amount of profit that you can make off of one client. If you're going to go to one client's house and just do mowing only and then, you know, turn around and leave and somebody else is showing up to power wash the driveway and uh, somebody else is uh, going to leave and, uh, you know, show up and do the hedge trimming because you don't do hedge trimming or they're going to aerate because you don't aerate or they're going to fertilize because you don't fertilize, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. So, you know, I, to me, this seemed logical and I was totally fine with doing as much uh, as I could. And this also really helped the business grow in the beginning, especially when you're just starting out. You know, if you're focused in on just solely, uh, mowing clients, it's going to take you a heck of a lot more clients, uh, to be able to, uh, sustain yourself, to be able to make enough income, um, you know, and then, uh, you couple this with the more clients you have, the more driving you have, the more fuel you're wasting. Uh, so it made a lot of sense to me right from the beginning. It was like a no brainer to do, you know, as many, uh, services as you can. So like I said, I would uh, work Monday to Friday. I would schedule these jobs. You know, if a customer wanted their hedge trimming done or if a customer, uh, you know, wanted power washing done, I would uh, load up the power washer uh, the day that I was going to go and mow. I would uh, mow their lawn and then, uh, you know, I would mow everybody else's lawns that I had that day. When I got to that customer's house, I would mow their lawn. Then I would power wash their driveway and then I would, you know, go on to the next house and then go back to mowing and, and stuff like that. And of course, then that would either 
push the day uh, and make me work later in the day. Or sometimes I wouldn't be able to get everybody and then I'd have to squeeze, um, you know, people to onto the next day. And it just started getting really, really messy. So another benefit of only mowing uh, the Tuesday to Friday, I thought was, okay, so now I'll, I won't schedule mowing. That'll leave an entire day open where I can then, um, you know, what if I just schedule all of those other jobs and, and strictly keep the week um, mowing for the most part? Yes, I can do some other jobs. You know, if, if somebody has a, a single rose bush or something that they want pruned or a couple branches off a tree pruned or something like that, of course I can do that when I'm there mowing. It only takes a few minutes uh, and uh, you can knock that out. And other things like uh, if I'm fertilizing their lawns, uh, well, you know, the best time to do it is right after I finish doing a nice mow, uh, because it's going to save me some time instead of going and doing the mowing and then trimming and then blowing everything clean and then coming back another time to do, um, you know, just fertilizer and then having to take the blower out again and, uh, you know, blow the sidewalks and stuff of any fertilizer and things that got thrown on the sidewalk, you know, I can condense those two jobs when it comes time to those for those regular clients. I can do their mowing when I'm done. I can uh, put the fertilizer down and then I'm only grabbing the blower once and I'm cleaning up both the grass clippings and any, uh, you know, fertilizer that's gone on to sidewalks and uh, hard, uh, you know, patio pavement surfaces and things like that. So jobs like that, I still do condense. But for jobs that are completely unrelated, like the power washing, or say you have a gutter cleaning, or um, maybe a hedge trimming job, that's going to take a longer time. I figured, hey, this is fantastic because now I can schedule those jobs on the Monday. So I started to adopt a um, way of uh, doing it where basically, you know, if I was quoting a customer for their lawn mowing, of course, I would give them a day on the schedule and they would know this day and a lot would be uh, based around this day, as far as, you know, a lot of clients, um, would have, uh, their gates locked to the backyard. I had some clients who would give me keys to their properties, but other clients who, um, you know, weren't that comfortable and would want to just unlock the gate themselves. So as long as they knew you were coming that day, the gate would be unlocked. So they would have the gate open because they knew I was coming every Wednesday. So the gate would be open Wednesday or they would have their uh, yard cleaned of all the dog waste uh, on that Wednesday because they knew I was coming on a Wednesday. So having, you know, that free day where I could then schedule all of those other jobs that were uh, not related or too big to do during the mowing, um, that left me or let me be able to keep the mowing day strictly mowing. And, uh, you know, that would keep the schedule regular and just give me, um, more freedom, uh, to be able to be reliable, uh, and in keeping those three days. So this worked fantastically, uh, for a number of years when I was doing it that way. Then, Something happened where uh, I decided that, uh, you know, I started playing around with um, having to, I think what happened was as my kids got older, they had things come up on some of those, uh, uh, you know, particular days um, where whether it was a field trip or something like that, where they needed parent volunteers. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to miss a day of work and it's on my mowing day. How do I do this? Well, I'm going to have to condense these lawns. I'm going to have to get them all done, um, you know, in fewer amount of days this week. So what I found was I condensed the lawns and I did them all and uh, sort of reorganized the route. I let all of my clients know and uh, I did them all. And at the end of it, I was doing, um, you know, three or four extra houses a day, um, over the three days instead of, uh, four days. And I was at the end of it going, Hey, that's not too bad. Um, yes, I work longer. Yes, I, uh, am a bit more tired. But, uh, I actually quite enjoyed that because, uh, you know, now I have, um, 
no stress uh, going, uh, say, uh, on this Friday field trip. Um, and uh, I don't have to worry about it. Uh, I got everybody done. So that's fantastic. So, you know, I went on this field trip with uh, the kids, uh, with the school and stuff like that and helped them out. And then the following week, what I did was I decided, hey, you know what? That wasn't so bad. I think I'm going to do it again this week. So I just did those lawns again uh, in just three days instead of spreading them out over four days. Uh, and again, it worked out great. So I decided then to just keep the schedule like that for the remainder of the season. And uh, I just banged out all my lawns in three days versus doing them in four days, working uh, longer hours each day, um, you know, as long as I could. And uh, it, it just worked out fantastically. Now, the other benefit I found with this was that uh, with, um, you know, uh, some weekends, like Easter weekend, uh, you have your uh, Easter Monday, but you also have your Good Friday. Uh, and, uh, you know, both my wife and kids are home on the Fridays and home on the Mondays. So it's an extra, extra long weekend uh, that uh, week. So having the lawn scheduled for me only... Tuesday to Thursday was actually quite ideal. And this uh, is an example of doing what's right for you and your business. Because like I said, now um, I found that I could, uh, you know, do the same amount of work, the same amount of lawns that I was doing, but I was doing them in three days instead of four. And uh, this was ultimately making me more money because, when it came to all of those extra jobs, all of those things that, you know, your regular clients, in my case, because I uh, am willing to do those other types of jobs, uh, they are, uh, you know, they trust you, they know, uh, what's the saying, they know, like, and trust you. Uh, so, they're comfortable with you. They will ask, you know, me to do a job for them, um, whether it's pressure washing or doing a hedge trimming, and, uh, they don't even ask me how much it's going to cost. They just say, hey, are you able to do this? Or can you do this for me? And I say yes. And uh, that's uh, the extent of the conversation uh, about it. And uh, I just get it done. Now, the other thing I adopted uh, a regular habit of doing was not promising customers when those extra jobs will get done. They all know when their lawn is going to be mowed. That's always a regular thing that I do each and every week. But I never, ever promise when I'm going to do a hedge trimming or a pressure washing or anything like that. Now, this was another thing that I found uh, was the right thing for me to do for my business. And uh, the reason for that was that I could then have the freedom of those two days a week, the Monday and the Friday, where, you know, I could schedule those jobs. And because I'm not promising the client, it wouldn't matter if, um, you know, if I uh, say scheduled, uh, say three pressure washing jobs um, for a day, trying to be, say, ambitious. And I tried to do three jobs in a day. If I didn't get to the third one, well, that person is not disappointed that I, you know, couldn't get it done. I don't need to phone them. I don't need to explain to them, um, you know, why I couldn't make it. Um, they weren't even expecting me to be there. They just know when a customer asks me, you know, can you do this hedge job? Can you do, um, this pressure washing job? I say, absolutely. Um, and uh, I just say, you know, I'll get the details of what exactly they want done. And then I say, you know, I'll get it. I'll put it on the list and I'll get it done as soon as I can. I just, you know, have a list of uh, requests from customers and I just work through them uh, one by one uh, as people uh, ask me to do things. So that's what I tell a client. And like I said, it gives me uh, just some great freedom because I'm, you know, if I have one client ask me to do a pressure washing, and another client asked me to do a hedge and then, um, you know, say a few days later, uh, another client, uh, you know, one of my regular clients come out and ask me to do their hedge. And then I get to the Friday where I have that day instead of doing, you know, 
that uh, those jobs necessarily in chronological order uh, and going and going and saying, Hey, I'm going to go do this uh, power washing job because that was a, you know, they asked me first and then the hedge trimming job and then uh, not being able to get to the next hedge trimming job and then going, okay, well now Monday, I guess I'll do the hedge trimming job. What I do is I'll uh, put the two hedge trimming jobs together and that way I'm, saving a lot of time. I don't have to load those, uh, that pressure washer for that day. I can just do the hedge trimming jobs. And, you know, it gives you that time to be able to put those types of jobs together. Another good example of this is, uh, doing things like top dressing jobs where normally for me, top dressing jobs are a thing you do in the spring. So I will, uh, you know, get a, uh, uh, a load of dirt. I'll, you know, take my trailer, go down uh, uh, to a nursery or something, get a nice load of uh, topsoil uh, to do some top dressing jobs. And in a lot of cases, uh, these guys uh, loading uh, with their front end loaders, loading my trailer, because you're there on a regular basis and stuff, they're quite generous with their scoops. And, uh, you know, they'll uh, over scoop um, what it is, uh, you know, uh, say a yard uh, or a scoop or however much they charge, um, you know, for a particular amount, you're always getting a lot more uh, than you need, I find. So, a benefit of this is being able to uh, group those jobs together and be able to do you know, fit in smaller jobs that you may not uh, necessarily be able to do on their own. You know, if a customer asks me to top dress just their front yard and it's a, you know, a tiny little yard, well, this becomes cost prohibitive and very, uh, you know, not necessarily, um, worth doing, uh, to be, have to drive all the way to the nursery to, uh, get a load of dirt. Uh, and I, I know this from experience because like I said, in the beginning, when I was scheduling these jobs throughout the week, I would have a lot of situations where, you know, somebody wanted top dressing. Okay, no problem. It's just their small front yard. Okay, no problem. I would go to the nursery. I'd have to unload the trailer, take the ride-on tractor and stuff that I was using at the time out of the trailer, uh, go get dirt, and then... Um, you know, these guys would be generous with their scoops. And I'd get to the person's yard and... Uh, I would uh, do their top dressing and then I'd have like half a trailer full of dirt left uh, and no other, you know, top dressing jobs scheduled. And I'd be like, now what? Right. So I'd have to go home. I'd have to lay a tarp down on the driveway uh, and uh, I'd have to dump the rest of the dirt onto the tarp. Then I'd have to get another tarp to cover it in case it rained because it's always raining here and, you know, get you know, rocks or things to, you know, stop the tarp from blowing around. Um, and then because I had limited space on the driveway, I'd have to run the dirt pile uh not very tall. It would have to be a pretty shallow pile, but really long and be, be able to fit between the tires of my trailer so that I could still back my truck and trailer up the driveway, um, over the dirt and basically have the dirt pile, um, low profile dirt pile, uh, sort of like a big long stripe uh, down my driveway where I could fit the truck and trailer over it because I just didn't have the space to, keep the dirt. And then I would, um, you know, then be trying to, uh, look for, you know, a top dressing job or try to sell a top dressing job to another client, uh, so that I could get rid of that dirt. And then I would have to then do extra labor because now I'm having to shovel that dirt back into the trailer. Uh, so, you know, it became, um, a huge pain at times. And, and you would find yourself because you're inexperienced, uh, finding that, uh, you know, you don't actually make any profit from these jobs because of the way it's just unorganized. It's just not, uh, working out. You would make a little bit of profit because the guy, you know, at the dirt place gave you a lot more dirt than what you paid for. But, you know, the dirt prices were minuscule to start with. So yeah, you made maybe an extra, uh, $30, um, in savings, uh, because you didn't have to buy, uh, you know, an extra yard of soil or something because, uh, the guy gave you two yards of soil instead of one yard or, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, that you ordered. So by having the flexibility, I could then, say, okay, you know, I've got uh, a customer requesting a power washing. I've got a customer that wants, um, gutter cleaning. 
Oh, and I've got uh, two top dressing jobs plus that little front yard top dressing job, which I would normally um, start to say no to. I can start to say yes now because as long as I'm not promising them what day it is, I can group that job, that small top dressing job with the other top dressing jobs. And I know that I'll have extra dirt left over because these guys are always filling my trailer, uh, overfilling it. I've, you know, learned from experience, uh, over the years that there's, uh, you know, their scoops are quite generous. So I've, you know, I'll have the dirt and, uh, you know, I'll go and I'll do the big top dressing jobs and uh, then there'll be, uh, you know, that dirt left over uh, in the trailer and it's already loaded in the trailer. I'm not having to put it on the driveway. I'm not having to shovel it back uh, because I, you know, didn't organize it properly because I didn't have the time. The other nice thing that I found with this particular um, situation or um, way of scheduling jobs was that uh, I would uh, have the freedom then if you did want to tackle large landscaping type jobs that uh, you could then have potentially up to four days in a row to do a landscaping project. You could start a landscaping project, say, on a Friday, and that would give you the Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday even, if uh, you uh, were okay with working on a Sunday. I know a lot of people don't like to work on Sundays, but you could work on the Sunday potentially, and then you would have the Monday as well, all without impacting uh, your three-day mowing schedule. Uh, that you would have on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, you know, for me, like I said, uh, with this episode, it's all about doing what's right for you and your business. And, uh, you know, these, uh, this type of schedule may not work for you. I had, you know, people commenting on that video, uh, saying, uh, yeah, and then it rains for the exact three days that you're supposed to be mowing. Then what? You're just going to skip those lawns that week. You're just going to, you know, uh, not do it. Now, these guys, obviously, you know, my first uh, instinct uh, when I saw comments like that was that obviously these guys don't follow me closely um, and they don't um, know what I'm all about. Uh, you know, living in the Pacific Northwest where it rains, uh, you know, probably a good 70 to 80 percent of the year, um, you know, you don't there is no such thing as a rain day. You don't have a lawn care business if you're going to be sitting around waiting uh, to mow only on dry day. So people that follow me closely on the podcast and, and, you know, watch my videos know that, you know, if the rain is coming down, then it's a mowing day, just like every other day. There's no getting around it because it could literally rain every day for two or three weeks in a row. There is no rain days. Um, so you, you know, there is no stopping for rain days, I should say. Uh, there's plenty of rain days, uh, but there's no, you know, stopping and putting off mowing because of rain days. The only times I stop mowing is if it is absolutely coming down like a deluge of water, like raining cats and dogs, like it is so heavy that, um, you know, gutters are overflowing, that type of rain. And in those cases, it's never long. In fact, this past week, uh, we had a day, uh, the Wednesday, where uh, it rained really, really, um, you know, good for the whole entire day. And, you know, I finished one lawn, I think it was the fifth lawn of the day. And, uh, I literally got in the truck, drove down the street, was heading to the next property, and the rain just, you know, went from, uh, uh, you know, a three on the scale to, uh, you know, uh, a 12 or something on a scale of 10. Like, it was, like, coming down. I had the windshield wipers uh, on full blast, like, you know, when they're whipping across the windshield so fast just to keep up with the amount of rain. And I was like, okay, well, obviously I'm not going to mow the next lawn right now. Uh, so, Hey, it's, uh, time for lunch. Hey, let's go, uh, uh, I'll zip home and have lunch and went home, uh, raced from the truck to the house. Uh, when I got out of the truck and, uh, 
got uh, inside, had lunch, and by the time, you know, 15, 20 minutes passed uh, where, uh, you know, I had lunch and was done, the rain had uh, subsided and uh, there was a momentary uh, break uh, in the weather completely. Um, so I headed out and started mowing again. And then it started to uh, rain very, very lightly for the rest of the day. Um, but nothing uh, that uh, was an issue for mowing. So, like I said, when I you know see those comments... It make always makes me laugh because, like I say, they don't. These guys don't know me and know uh, uh, what I do. And I literally commented, I think you know, I've been laugh out loud, like LOL. I've been doing this for thirteen years now, and this system always works for me. There is no rain days. Everybody gets their lawns mowed, rain or shine, on those particular three days, uh, and that's just the the you know reality of it. The only people here that only mow. On dry days are homeowners. Those are the only people. If you run a lawn care company, you will inevitably be mowing in the rain. Now, some guys may elect to, um, you know, move things around and try to, you know, find those slower periods of rain and stuff like that. And uh, like I say, I, you know, in cases like that, um, whenever there is super heavy rain, it's always short lived. But, you know, you have to do what's right for you and your business. If I didn't mow, lawns in the rain. I know a lot of you guys, I see it all the time, see YouTube videos of you guys uh, with your YouTube channels and uh, you guys uh, will talk about, you know, it's raining today, so we're in the shop doing maintenance or something like that. And that may work for your business. If you're in an area where the weather is good for most of the year, but you have occasional rain, then yes, it makes sense to not mow in the rain. It's a lot more work to mow in the rain. It makes a bigger mess uh, mowing in the rain. I acknowledge all of that. The difference is, is if you're in an area where you get good weather most of the time with the occasional rain, if you skip that rain day, then more than likely you're going to have three, four days in a row after that where the weather is good and you can catch up with all those lawns. With me, that's not the case. If I skip a rain day, there's no guarantee that it's not going to be raining for, like I said, the next uh, week or two weeks straight. There is no skipping the lawn. And in that meantime, that lawn is still growing. And next week, it's only going to get harder. It's only going to be messier. So there is no skipping uh, lawns or, uh, you know, trying to uh, run the business the only way um, to have any sort of um, normalcy in uh, life without uh, being all over the place. And, uh, you know, there'll be times where I mow uh, and this happens all the time where I will mow in the rain all day long and it will stop raining. You know, by the time I get home, I get in the shower, I get out of the shower and it'll be like, seriously, like I look out the window and it's like the sun is poking through the clouds, everything's starting to dry out. And it's like, are you kidding me? Like I just spent the whole day mowing in the rain and now the sun's poking out. but you know, to sit at home all day and then go out at night doesn't make sense either. So to have any sort of, you know, normalcy in the business and to have a family life and balance all that and, and to be able to, um, have that, that's what works for me is doing those three days a week, filling those to the brim, absolute brim with mowing clients. And the key to this again is having full service clients for the most part. Of course, I've got clients that are not full service, but having those clients that are full service where I can do all of those other jobs is what really works in this situation. This whole mowing three days a week only works great for your single you know, solo operators that uh, do full service, they do all those other jobs because it gives you the flexibility to do those other jobs. It gives you the flexibility to pick up one-off jobs for other people when, you know, the phone is constantly ringing and people just want an aeration. People just want, um, you know, that sort of stuff. It gives you the flexibility to do that. It gives you the flexibility to, uh, get all of that, uh, extra income on those days that you're not, um, you know, working on your, uh, regular clients. It also gives your regular clients the priority in the sense that they know that they're getting their lawn mode each and every week that, 
somebody calling for a one-off job that, uh, you know, a landscaping job or something like that is not going to bump them. You know, these are your clients that are your bread and butter that pay for your business, that pay to put, help you put food on the table for your family throughout the whole season versus somebody that just wants a one-off, uh, say, um, you know, a retaining wall built or, um, you know, a tree pruning or something like that. It's not going to disrupt the regular clients that are with you throughout the years, through the good times and the bad times. So it, it really is a good system. It's a good system for a single solo owner operator because it allows you to get all that stuff done. It allows you to maintain those customers. It's also a good system for small companies. But of course, if your company is based on just doing mowing, that's all you want to do. You don't want to do fertilizer. You don't want to do aeration. You don't want to do all of that other stuff for whatever reason. There could be a ton of reasons, but for whatever reason, then the three days a week, of course, is not for you. It's not going to work. You have to do what's right for you. You have to do what's right for your business. If you're uh, relying solely on mowing only jobs, then you're going to need to mow five days a week. And if long weekends come up and stuff like that, uh, then you're going to have to juggle things around. You're going to have to, um, you know, that's just something that you're going to have to live with. Just the same as me mowing in the rain is something I have to live with. It's not fun. Um, I obviously prefer to mow when it's dry. Uh, things go a lot smoother. Um, I'm not constantly having to unclog mowers and use uh, scrapers to scrape decks and, uh, you know, uh, take twice as long, sometimes three times as long to blow off uh, grass clippings that are stuck to concrete and wet that, uh, you know, don't blow off and leave grass stains and stuff like that on the, the concrete. Of course, I would prefer to only mow on dry days, but that's not what would be right for my business because like I said, it could go weeks with mowing. And in those times you're not making any money and that grass is still growing. So it's only going to get harder uh, to try to catch up when it finally does uh, clear up. Uh, so it's some of the, and it's, you know, some of the reasons why we do what we do here. Like we bag a lot of the grass because, you know, with a 21 inch mower, it's easier to bag. Um, it's easy to unclog the mower. You can flip it on its side and it works great in concert with doing small, uh, lawns. It's, uh, the reason why I think the, um, 36 inch walk behind has worked so well for me because the bagger system on that attaches right to the side discharge of the mower versus when I was with the tractor, uh, or a zero turn trying to bag, you'd have this big long tube up the side and you're trying to push wet grass sometimes up that tube. It just didn't work. It would get, uh, clogged up. It was fine when it was dry, but you know, if the grass was wet and heavy, it wouldn't work. Whereas with the, uh, walk behind or even say, um, you know, a standard type mower or anything using a bag sort of collection system right on the side discharge is very similar to having a 21 inch mower where the blade is just cutting and the clippings are just flying out the side of the deck straight into the bag. It works really good in those conditions. So you have to do what's right for you and your business. If I were to try to side discharge all the time, like a lot of you guys do in the Southern States, it wouldn't work. The grass is wet. It would clump everywhere. It would just make a huge mess. If I tried to mulch, you know, same situation. It could uh, be disastrous depending on, you know, the types of lawns and the types of uh, things that I was doing. Now I have had some success with mulching in the rain um, under certain conditions when I was using uh, my John Deere tractor early on uh, for years. Um, that seemed to do really well mulching in the rain. Um, as long as it was obviously a regular weekly cut, uh, then it could do uh, the mulching and it wasn't so much that, um, the grass wouldn't clump. It would clump a little bit, but, uh, you know, the grass would, uh, 
more stick to the bottom of the deck. And then when I got to the trailer, it would all fall off inside the trailer uh, from driving around. So I'd have a, a pile of grass in the trailer uh, that the tractor would be, uh, you know, on top of uh, each time from uh, the grass, but it left the lawn looking nice. And then um, I would get home and I would uh, just shovel all of that grass out uh, of the trailer um, you know, whatever was sticking, all the wet grass that would stick to the deck in clumps and then fall off while driving, I would take that and shovel it and put it back into um, the green bin uh, for the city to take uh, on my garbage day. Uh, but again, because with that tractor, the bagging system on that was a big long tube that would go to the back and it was it didn't work. And if I tried to bag, it would uh, clog up and then the rest of the grass would just all uh, be clumping all over the lawn. But if I had the mulching blades on it and the baffles and stuff, then uh, it did a pretty good job. And uh, I went along uh, doing that uh, for a few years. Uh, of course, I would prefer to bag because it leaves a cleaner look. Um, and that's what uh, everybody uh, ex uh, what everybody uh, expects here, but uh, it's not uh, always uh, possible depending on the conditions, and you just have to do what's right for you and your business. So that's it for this one, guys. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>